Welcome to Overnight Opinions, where you'll hear the headlines of last week that are guaranteed to tick you off. A new survey shows that more than 40% of Americans believe a civil war is likely within the next 10 years. America has more guns than people, and it doesn't look like the gun ownership figures are going to trend down anytime soon. 2020 was the highest year on record for firearm sales. What was the second highest year? 2021. What's happened to America? I mean, we've had racial tensions before in this country, and everybody didn't run out by gun. And I wouldn't think getting a firearm was going to protect you from a virus. So people must be thinking there's a deeper problem in America. But it's not just Americans arming up. It's the federal government. While it's easy to dismiss this or brush these off as concerns of the paranoid, people who are upset over the COVID lockdowns and overreacting, there is something going on. The government definitely feels like some sort of action is coming their way. The nonprofit organization Open the Books conducted an oversight report titled The Militarization of America, and they did this in conjunction with former U.S. Senator Dr. Tom Coburn. This report was conducted before the Trump administration and covered years 2006 to 2014. It found nearly $1.5 billion was spent by 67 non-military federal agencies on guns, ammunition, and military-style equipment. Let's fast forward a few years. From 2015 to 2019, another study shows that nearly a billion dollars was spent on guns, ammo, and military-style equipment at 103 federal agencies outside the Department of Defense, which would be our military. Now, of that billion, about 10%, or around $110 million, was divided up amongst 76 non-law enforcement administrative agencies, so they're enforcing the law and they're not the military, but they're loading up on guns. In fact, right now, there are more non-military government employees carrying guns than there are U.S. Marines. So as Biden and his liberal elite cronies try to take your guns away, stop and ask yourself, if I can't have them, why can they? If a civil war is coming, well, we surely got our call to arms just a few nights ago from President Biden. Ginning up violence, ginning up hatred towards fellow Americans just because he doesn't like them. The next day he tweeted, quote, Donald Trump and MAGA Republicans represent an extremism that threatens the very foundations of our republic. Mind you, that's 71 million Americans. Is he really comfortable acting like he's in an active state of war with 71 million people? But if you remember back in the 2020 election, Biden's main claim to fame was he was going to unite the country. He was going to end the divisiveness that Donald Trump brought to politics and America and our form of government. He was going to bring us together. We were going to be holding hands and skimming through the streets. Well, like most things that liberal elites do, they lie. And the very things they accuse you of are the things they're doing. He campaigned that he was going to unite, and now he's trying to divide. Kind of reminds you of a few other transgressions from the Biden family. You know, the liberal elite loved to criticize Trump for saying that he would date his daughter, Ivanka, like there was something sinister in there. It wasn't just a joke. Somehow, everybody's remaining silent about Joe Biden's daughter, Ashley Biden, in her diary, where she talks about showering inappropriately with her father, President Biden, but nobody talks about that. He's pointing his finger right at Trump, thinking he was a creepy man with his daughter, and what do you know, four fingers pointing right back at Biden. 
with him showering with his daughter, allegedly, but it was written in Ashley Biden's diary, so I don't really know why she would make something up like that. Congratulations, America. Looks like you voted a man into office who just hoodwinked you on everything. Hope you're ready for more divisiveness. Hope you're ready to call up arms against your fellow Americans. The left typically doesn't like firearms, so what are you going to do when there's a civil war and all the conservatives and all the Republicans have all the firepower? You're going to be outnumbered. Looks like the rallying cry for the new civil war has already happened. No more uniter-in-chief, I guess. For now, he'll just go around, make speeches with creepy red lighting and armed guards behind him, giving speeches like he's the Fuhrer of the new liberal world order. I just hope when the Civil War begins, Biden can remember which side he's actually on. We hold these truths to be self-evident. All men and women created by the goal, you know the, you know the thing. If you're the crazy thing that California is doing, about a week ago, the state announced that in 2035, they will be banning the sale of all gasoline cars, aiming for zero emissions. Wait, story's not done. Then, just a few days later, they actually urged Californians not to charge their electric vehicles because of a heat wave. This is like an Onion article writing itself. And if you listen real close, wait, wait, yep, I think you can hear it. Yep, that's the sound of Governor Gavin Newsom pulling his own head out of his own ass. Welcome back, Gavin. This is reality where people actually live, not in some liberal utopia fantasy of electric vehicles. Well, put another dollar in the Alex Jones was right jar. In Colorado, nearly 22,000 smart thermostats were locked out. When residents went to go turn it down to keep a little cooler, they were prevented from doing so. And they were greeted with a message that said, quote, temperature locked temporarily during energy emergency. Welcome to the new liberal world order where you can't even keep cool in your own home. Now, apparently this was a voluntary program that customers could enroll in and they would get a $100 credit at sign up. But I wonder how many of them actually knew that they wouldn't be able to control the temperature in their own home. Check out this headline from The Hill. Democrats see opening to take down Rubio. Well, for the love of God, please do it. Do all of America a favor and finally remove Rubio from office. No one likes him. I don't care. Val Demings, the Democratic nominee for Florida Senate, could be a communist for all I care. I just want Rubio gone. Let's remember, Rubio is the guy who insinuated that Donald Trump would have a small tallywhacker because he had small hands. Rubio actually said that at one of his rallies, and this was when he was running for president in 2016. I guess the man likes to have other men's wieners on his mind. I don't know about you, but I have better things to do than think about Donald Trump's wiener. And if a sitting U.S. senator doesn't, then maybe it's about time we replace him. But it's going to be about eight years too late. I would love for someone to explain to me how Florida can elect Governor Ron DeSantis... Yay, claps for him. And then also elect Senator Marco Rubio. What are they thinking? How can the people of Florida go to the polls and punch one for Ronnie Boy and then also punch one for Rubio? It doesn't make any sense. That's a weirder pairing than Rand Paul and Mitch McConnell being from the same state of Kentucky. What's going on? 
Is that the best that Florida can come up with for their senator on the Republican ticket? Is there nobody better and brighter than Marco Rubio? Thanks for listening to Overnet Opinions. Be sure to tune in next week where we talk about a bunch more stuff that's sure to tick you off. And don't forget to follow Ladies Love Politics on TikTok.